welcome to the fourth episode of the Dipside podcast and today we're in conversation with Anjali Sanu. So hi Anjali, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, I'm great. So how is the design called from home working for you right now? It's it's not been very different to be honest because most of our work is usually very digital. Yeah. Um, at least communication design. So it's not really affected me a lot. I mean, it's much better to be in a classroom setting because you can interact live and, you know, it, it just feels different. Um, it just feels much better when it is live. And uh, a lot of things like, you know, handwork, like printing, drawing, sketching, etc. It's um, That is kind of difficult. But uh, yeah, I'm sure it's much more difficult for the other fields like product design Shivani is probably struggling yeah, a lot. that's kind of a struggle because I used to you know hands-on stuff and exploring materials and like 24-7 in the workshop and now that has stopped but I feel like we've become more work-oriented from home somehow I don't know I feel the pressure is more when you're working at home totally <laughs> agree with that okay, okay. so uh, Anjali before you go ahead can you elaborate a bit on what exactly communication design is yeah so communication design is a mix of graphic design and um, marketing, you could say. Uh, a lot of strategy, a lot of marketing and graphic design. It's basically a field that helps you uh, devise new methods to communicate with people. And uh, it could be through apps, it could be through illustrations, any medium of your choice. The basic idea is for you to communicate thoughts. That's what are the different like, branches in uh, communication design? Like it must be a vast field, right? So um, like right off the bat, I could think of uh, the major disciplines inside communication design being user interface, user experience design, uh, branding. Branding is basically um, logo design, uh, visual identity design, everything together, strategy, etc. Also, illustration, publication design. These, like, there are a lot of fields, and uh, you know, a lot of things are also interrelated. You also have augmented reality, virtual reality design. Like, it's very diverse, and you know, basically, um, a lot of things are also very interconnected. So it's very easy to switch from one thing to another if you have your basics of everything clear so you're doing you're doing communication design so is it something that you always knew that you would get into or opt for or was it something that you realized much later after choosing to do design in the first place so um when i was a kid i i knew that i really wanted to do something that was creative because i used to you know go on making random things i used to experiment with a lot of materials and uh, I used to paint a lot, you know, I was more into crafts, less into painting, but I was always making something and uh, like my entire family always knew that I'm going to end up doing something creative. Luckily for me, they never objected my decision to actually pursue something in the creative field. Um, they would have actually been surprised if I'd taken up something completely different. Then, um, <laughs> in, in uh, so I, I knew that I wanted to be like an artist because at that age I didn't know what a designer was and there was no designer in my family like everyone is either in the financial field or um, even now the thing is like you know no one knows completely what design is all about at least in India 
Yeah. Exactly. I think the most popular field of design is fashion design, and that's what. Exactly. Whenever I tell people that I'm doing design, they're like, "Oh, you know, make clothes for me." I'm like, I actually wanted of- to become a fashion designer initially because that's that was the most popular field of design, right? And then I was in Silica, and I was exhibiting my fashion design work. I had a mix of fashion design and communication, like sorry, product design work. And uh, one of the teachers. came and told me that you know anjali um i think you should not take fashion design and it broke my heart like <laughs> what do you mean by i should not take fashion design <laughs> yeah that's when i realized that i should probably take product design more because i used to you know make carvings out of chalks i used to like carve things in chalks and all and wow. uh, a lot of people were like you know you you have a very dexterous hands you, know, you should put that to use take up something you know that will require a lot of hand skills etc mm-hmm. so then i thought you know i should actually you know pursue product design and i started looking for a lot of product design courses but again like one day in silica we were preparing for the last round of you know examinations and uh, we had a course on photoshop and illustrator and that's the first time i actually tried those softwares and i was like dude this is <laughs> and i got hooked on to it i was like you know i'm going to create that i'm going to make this i loved it i was enjoying that so much i think when i was looking for schools for communication design the only reason i wanted to get into the field of communication design is because i love those offers that's it nothing yeah, else yeah. that was like my only motivation to get into design college and like when you were mm-hmm. going for like when you were looking at design colleges how do you know you know like this college is good for communication this college is good for product so how do you like choose where you want to apply and how many colleges you apply to finally so uh, that is actually one of the most difficult things to do because uh, it's pretty difficult to assume uh, how a college would be through just their marketing you really don't know how it is like in real life right so what i did was yeah. i went to each college uh, instagram page and you know in, on their instagram page they usually show a lot of student work etc and they tag the student so yeah. i went to each tag student's name i messaged oh, them individually ask them how the course is what all they teach you so it's it's a good way to get to know about the college because you get an inside view of you know what you exactly want to do some colleges didn't really have an instagram page which you know had a lot of good students and all in it so what i did was i went to instagram i looked up the location of the school and in instagram you have this feature where you can actually like you know all the photos in that location you could see them and yeah. obviously like only people who have been to the college would post the location of the college right like i wouldn't go to some random college and be like oh like i'm at this <laughs> college right now yeah. so yeah that's how i found students in that college message them and uh, you know try to find i applied to almost like 7 to 8 colleges mm-hmm. and i got into most of them i cleared an id Like I got into NID Vijayawada, but I couldn't okay. go because um, they gave me the result on they confirmed my seat on a Friday and expected me to be in Vijayawada on the same Monday. And I don't know, like I, I don't really understand how they expected me to prepare for hostel life in like two days. So I dropped out of that and I joined ISD because um, 
there's a lot of diversity in there's a lot of choices that are given to you so even if i go thinking that i want to do product design i could literally change my mind and do something else that i want and the college has the facility for me to do that speaking of contacting multiple people to sort of gain more knowledge and information as to what you want to go for and you know have a better pick so do you feel like it's better than uh, like that sort of gives you more information than on the college's website itself or it gives you more insight or what is it i definitely think that students would be able to give you a holistic perspective of the college and uh, i'm not saying that you know um certain colleges are bad and things like that but there are a lot of pros and cons of every college and yeah. only a student would probably able to be able to tell you as to what exactly you know you should expect when you go to that college so for example i know that being in isci if i want to do something in the tech you know industry i will have a lot of connections i will get a lot of infrastructural support and i will also have a lot of faculty that will guide me right so that is one yeah. of the major deciding factors that i had because i love working with a lot of digital mediums and uh, i know that for example if i want to do um, printing something in printing i should preferably go to a college like nid that has a you know a huge print lab It, it has like an ancient print lab, and uh, it, the college will be good for that purpose. So each college, even though they have a lot of fields, they do have certain specializations that students who have experienced would be able to have a certain experience would be able to guide you in a better way. That's just my personal yep. opinion. I feel like it's been true for That's me. True. No, deviating the topic to less serious stuff. How is it for you traveling by train every single day to college, like except for the last four months? I have to say that I've gotten used to it by now. It was <laughs> so for the first month there was a lot of excitement. I was traveling such a long distance for the first time. It was definitely hectic, and um. Oh, by the way a uh, lesson that i learned by traveling a lot is that if you are taking up a college that is pretty far away do not buy a heavy laptop because that could have a lot of strain <laughs> on your back i yeah. for the first two years i struggled so much with my laptop because that was the worst thing to carry around i loved it but like i couldn't I carry traveling it traveling was fine the the point the tricky part was getting down kurla and changing the train oh my god think- yes. <laughs> especially during rainy season it just gets so crowded or like during the peak and especially it's so difficult to carry materials like you know yeah, exactly it's like paper or thing something like that just gets so difficult basically I travel mean, to struggle hai in bombay <laughs> no matter what <laughs> mumbai is a pretty cool city like um, um the corporate environment like the kind of internships that you can get in mumbai i don't think like you can compare that with any other city so like how like how has your experience been in that aspect so first of all uh, as a communication designer i i felt like it's much more easier to get an internship because if you're pretty good at certain softwares like illustrator photoshop etc you would get a pretty decent decently paying internship or a job at you know some place like a startup 
and uh, being in mumbai i think has really helped me because a lot of companies work here there are a lot of uh, companies that are in contact with my college like isdi and i just need to like get in touch with one a few teachers and they would like give me connections to people they will help me contact people we in fact have a placement teacher shami ma'am who helps who's really helped me with a lot of my placements also a lot of companies really have started coming and approaching isdi over the period of time and uh, it's given me a lot of opportunities that i think i would not have got if i was in another college when you start off with an internship what's your job profile like so in isdi you're required to do an internship after every year so uh in the first year i believe it's less specialized a lot of people do similar kind of jobs it's usually something you know social media related or you know creating content for social media platforms or you know marketing packaging etc but after you take your specialization in the second year things start to get more and more specific and uh, you get internships and also look out for internships that are more specific to your interest and by the end of you know the third and the fourth year you have a you know at least a vague idea of what exactly you want to do which really helps in the kind of jobs you would you know probably want to pursue after you graduate or even you know um fields that you're interested in and also the thing about internships is that a lot of people are scared to apply for a certain type of internship because you feel like you know uh, what if i don't like it what if you know i don't learn anything etc but if you think about it if you don't like it you clearly know what you don't want to do right yeah. so an internship is a good opportunity for you to also learn what you don't want to do in life like at this point i know that i really don't like doing a lot of social media things i know exactly what i want to do because i know what i don't want to do so it just helps me remove things off my list so what yeah. are the kind of job roles or designations that you can expect after graduating as a design student um okay so it it totally depends on your interest and it, i know it sounds very cliche but you know after a point you realize that a lot of disciplines are very interrelated so for example if i am interested in um something like if i'm interested if i have an interest towards fashion design but i i am a communication designer i could definitely choose something that satisfies both of my interests so i could work for a fashion design company and do their designing work like i could design labels for them i could do whatever like i could design prints for them if i want to uh but a lot of people at least now i think the trend is towards um ui ux ar vr etc are things that are most sought after now i feel and uh, yeah those are the most popular things you also have uh, i think type design is also something typography design is also something that is uh, emerging in india like it's become a much better field 
Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that you know going to a design college is necessary? Like all the materials available online for a graphic designer. So why pay so much and go to a design college? That is actually a question that a lot of people have asked me. And in fact, I was of that opinion before I joined um, communication design as well. Like I told you, I wanted to do product design, and uh, I was like, you know what, communication design. I don't really need to take it because a lot of material is available online. If I feel like doing something, I'd probably like you know learn from YouTube. Um, but what I realized after joining communication design is that uh, when you join a college, you're not not only paying for you know the infrastructure, you're paying for four years of mentorship, which is great because you have a faculty to guide you at all points of time. Um, you're also paying for you know getting exposure to a lot of different kinds of projects so like i have personally done a lot of projects that i never thought i would actually do and um, ne- projects that i never actually imagined to even exist yeah uh, so yeah that is a thing that you know a college provide not only that uh, you also get to work with a lot of different people it kind of trains you for the industry you have a lot of group projects and also like depending on which college you choose they'd have a lot of tie ups with a lot of uh, different organizations and uh, they'll either get you placements over there or get you connections a lot of industry connections so it's also much easier for you to get a good internship or a good job after you graduate if you go to a design college it's not necessary if um you really don't if you really disciplined and passionate about graphic design you could definitely learn it online but college definitely has a lot of advantages uh speaking of projects and the way you said that you know stuff that you didn't even know would have come up for you or existed so what was the whole mumbai public school project like for you i was actually preparing to go to netherlands just before that there was this college um you know it was a student program it was for two weeks and uh, i'd gone to my uncle's place because there was a visa appointment at 7 am in the morning and um, at around 5 pm the night like the night before uh, i get a call from my mom saying that you know what there's this project for this dnc school and they're doing something they don't have a name so you decide a name for the college <laughs> uh, like for the school and um, you know start designing and i was like that is not a brief thing <laughs> i don't really have anything to work with but um, eventually we waited and they themselves confirmed that it's going to be called mumbai public school and uh, my mom was like you know they want a shield for the school so they didn't really have any values for the school set so each school will have certain values right that are reflected in the shield Yeah. So yeah so mom was like come up with values for the school and uh, design the shield and i have never designed a shield before and i didn't really know what to do so i go i'm i'm working at 2 am in the morning i'm like trying to google things and look at references of how shield like what exactly goes into a shield yeah. and uh, i i start like writing down what all i would want the school to be and mm-hmm. uh, the only thing that they told me was they you have to make it look 
um, at par with all the other you know amazing institutions in India. <laughs> and uh, so I, I did a lot of research as to what the style should be and what I thought that they would like. It was completely out of you know my comfort zone because that's not my style of design. My style is very simple and uh, you know minimal and blocky. But this is very detailed and um, yeah. So I started working on that project. I sent my design the next morning. So there were. I think around five to six people who submitted their logos along with me, all different styles, and uh, they really liked, you know, two logos. So like mine was in one of the final things, and we sent them. We worked all night. We sent them a lot of iterations of the logo, different colors, etc. And uh, in the end, they selected my logo, which was nice. <laughs> and. Uh, so i had to then do, you know do the entire branding create an entire identity system and uh, in dushahani ma'am told me that udhav thakre really liked my logo which oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like and then recently i think it came on times of india and was like out there for everyone to see it right Wasn't yeah it? so uh, the uh, poster so i designed branding and everything and uh, later on we had to like make teams different teams who handled you know all the brochures pamphlets etc so the brochure pamphlet etc they were designed the thing that came on uh, times of india it, it was designed by uh, my friends it just had my logo on it but yeah like i, I don't want to take all the credit for it they did an amazing job as well and you know people usually say that logo design is like you know two two minute job abhi diya and abhi karke wapas de do and how do you feel about that i so thing is that logo banane mein it's the effort that goes into making a brand is not just about the logo it's not just the logo that you're making you're also creating an identity in someone's mind so you need to like do a lot of research um study the market there's a lot of training that goes into like aaj if you had to make the nike swoosh you would mm-hmm. be able to do it right you don't really need a lot of technical um you know expertise to make that one tick mark mm-hmm. but you need a lot of expertise to understand why that tick works uh where you could put it um what defines a brand so I, i'm reading this book named brand gap and uh, there's something that this person really said that really struck with me is that a brand is not what you make but what others make of it yeah and you know when you're like in a design in the design field you also need to create your portfolio so how do you know like make your portfolio stand out and how do you do you tailor it according to the companies you apply to or adding a bit more to that what, like making a bit of a broader question what matters while like getting selected in like for a uh, let's say design job like let's say communication design job what are the like top 3 things that you would say that the uh, in your opinion that you have witnessed so far that matters the most in terms of resume or skills and abilities Yeah. So I'm going to answer both of these questions together because they kind of relate to each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say that first of all, when I I usually ask the client or the person that I want to work with as to 
what exactly do they want to see mm-hmm. so what i usually do is now that i have my projects on behance i just ask them to like go through it but the other thing that i did is i didn't really have like a document as such i had a folder with all the files of my projects individually and mm-hmm. i asked them if they wanted to see a lot of branding or do they wanted to see a lot of digital work so say if they said branding then i'd only open projects that resonate with them so they see the work that they want to see and uh, you know make the decision based on it and uh, if you're putting up your work on sites like behance or instagram etc um it's better to explain more through visuals than to through text so just like keep it very simple keep it very aesthetic very eye pleasing a lot of people don't read on behance they just look like that's something that even i have observed that if i go to a project i just scroll down and look oh wow so pretty oh this is nice yeah. and if i'm really interested i might just read like one or two lines here and there uh, but if you're showing it to say a client looking for to hire you or uh, you know you're looking for a full time job somewhere it's really good if you have a lot of explanation and it's it is process heavy so when people hired you they're basically looking for you how you think more than your output uh, i mean that is also very important i mean you sh- they check if you know basics of um, certain softwares um like illustrator photoshop if they're looking for video editing etc so we you know premiere pro after effects etc and uh, they look for your technical skills they look for how creative you are in the sense how different you think um are you able to understand uh, why you're doing the way that you know you're doing it and uh, they'll also look at you know just how you present yourself um this is something that is not design related but say if you're confident and you can market yourself you mm. would definitely get into any job they really don't want someone who just sit around and just exist in a corner they want someone to interact with they want someone to be a part of conversations so you need to show them that you're confident and you will you damn sure that you really like your work so yeah i think those are like my tips to nail an interview <laughs> and can you tell me what behance or behan is like i'm not okay so behance is a uh, uh, it's like linkedin for designers okay so it's where a lot of designers put up their work uh, you could also say it it's it's the github of designers in a more accurate way oh, it's where you cool. put up all your projects mm-hmm. and uh, you know showcase them so a lot of people have contacted me also through my behance projects because it has my resume you can you know have my email id or whatever there so there are people who have you know seen my projects on behance and contacted me saying that hey you know i really like this project can you make something like this for me and uh, it's a great way to showcase your work but do you feel like when you put your work do you feel like you know sometimes it might get plagiarized or someone might take it and do something with it uh so this is something that a lot of i feared initially as well and a lot of people tell me you know open oh, it's like your entire process out there mm-hmm. i'd say um there's no point in keeping knowledge to yourself yeah if if you're learning something you might as well share it and i believe that if there's someone who can 
like i learn a lot through a lot of projects that i go to, you know mm-hmm. a lot of projects that i read there are a lot of resources online imagine if youtube didn't have free resources at all exactly. like i would be stuck like i would i would not know a lot of things about illustrator if people were like i'm not going to tell you you figure it out yourself exactly. right so it's a good way to help people who are starting out as designers or even like established designers like say even if i end up being an established designer there's always going to be something that i learn from someone else's work mm-hmm. and it's a really good way to help people um you know learn and also a good way for you to like, grow your uh grow yourself as a designer and uh, which is why i really believe i also want i'm also planning to like start writing about design because i want to get like my work out there and tell people how i work and you know probably help them that's great that's amazing actually and like you did your strategy project with mondelez so how was that like so uh that was actually a very interesting project um it didn't really have a lot of uh, design as such but uh it had a lot of thinking uh coming up with creative strategies it was a group project and uh, we had to come up with uh, ways to promote montes products in another country that you know didn't we didn't really have um, people to talk to etc at that time so it was all based on whatever research that we could do with the information that they provided us with and uh, it was actually a very interesting you know um project i also got to go to the office a few times and yeah. you know see their work environment it was really nice that's great that, that's actually amazing so it's how many have you uh, done so far like what is the amount of work experience you've had so far um, okay let me count i did my first logo design before getting into a design college i remember that oh, wow. yeah <laughs> this is okay so this is something that there's a silica exhibition silica is a design coaching institute by the way yeah, um okay so um i was in there was this exhibition that happened before right before you know we got into the design colleges and there were these you know a few guys that approached me saying that hey you know we're having this we want to start this company um they we we can sell t-shirts and we really liked your vector work like on illustrator so first of all could you design a logo for us and uh, you know could you like make like a few prints etc mm-hmm. so i was like yeah cool like why not and mm-hmm. uh, i i remember like trying to uh, i i put up a like very high price for my logo okay like when i look back at that logo that i made i was just looking at it the day before this um <laughs> recording and it looks so terrible i didn't i really don't know how i marketed myself and like sold that logo for a price that i you know like probably not even like think of doing that right now it was like <laughs> way above what it should have been but uh, yeah like i got a kick out of it <laughs> of course of course <laughs> that really encouraged me to you know I thought of the stores said that okay yes this is what i'm going to do so, <laughs> do you think that selica helped you in any way you know like going to a coaching class before you know joining a design college uh so i'd say that it 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 has definitely helped me a lot 
but a lot of people ask me whether it's necessary or not and i'd say it totally depends on your exposure to design and your discipline so mm-hmm. like when i started off i didn't really have um, any designers in my family so i didn't really know what is the process of like admissions how the test would look like etc so having a coaching institute to tell me you know this is what it happened these are the rounds you should apply here you should apply there and actually like making me do a lot of homework a lot of sketching perspective yeah. drawings etc certain type of discipline in you coming back to internships like during college you really have you know you always think ki yahan pe intern karna and you have to keep interning but at the same time you have a lot of college work as well so like how do you like uh, continue college and also do an internship on the side um i definitely say that it's it's not easy of course it's uh, very challenging you need to learn a lot of time management and i'm very bad at time management <laughs> that's what i learned uh, <laughs> but yeah like i'm slowly improving i'm trying to structure myself but uh, yeah uh, you need to really un- you know be very vocal about you know your schedule with whoever you're working with make sure before you get into an internship you tell them that hey listen you know my college begins from this date onwards and i'll you know either work part time see if you're able to work part time and continue if not definitely leave and focus on your college because you can keep working throughout your life but your college you know life would not come back as such yeah. so it's it's definitely would recommend uh, focusing on college more than internships ever done like a free internship or have you always gone for uh, paid internships uh i honestly have not done a free internship till date i was going to so it depended on the value it had for me i definitely uh, an internship that pays you you'd have a good you know um you'd have a desire to work um you know much harder for them yeah. so it's a good incentive for a designer to work but it also depends so for example um i was supposed to work with ogilvy this uh, summer it didn't really end up happening because of this whole pandemic thing but yeah. it was going to be a uh, you know it was going to be an unpaid internship and i was actually willing to take it because of the impact it would have on my portfolio and uh, my working work ethic etc if you think that um you know working there for free is totally worth it then fine definitely sure but plus i think ogilvy yeah. is a very big brand so like that itself i think yeah. there's always like a combination of um, what like the brand that you're working for and the obviously the pay that you're getting salary yeah Uh, I mean, definitely go for uh, internships that are paid obviously um i would say that if it's a very big brand and you know once in a lifetime opportunity or something like that don't ignore that just take it just go for it and talking about big brand what are your dream brands that you want to work with or collaborate with uh, in the future top three brands okay um i definitely say pentagram because that's what i'm the guest design um you know organizations out there uh also and walsh uh jessica walsh is uh one of the most famous you know designers and i there's a uh, one uh, indian designer simori alva who works for her as well 
So uh, yeah, like I've I've really loved her work as well. And uh, what else? Okay, I'll I'll tell you what kind of a brand that I want to work with. I want to work with a brand that is fun, that is uh, has a lot of energy in it, and does a lot of creative, crazy shit, a lot of experimental things. Um, yeah. I have yet to find something like that myself. I'm yet to discover a lot of brands like that. But uh, those are like the interest areas that I think that I tend to. And what would your job profile be like when you work for these brands? So would it? Uh, so um, okay, right now I am interested in branding. You know, thinking mm-hmm. of strategy, coming up with so strategy. Like a where do you see yourself ten years down the line? Sort of a question. So <laughs> I could even ask that. When, so whenever someone asks you where do you see yourself ten years down the line, I just answer saying happy. I wouldn't do anything that really doesn't make me happy unless I really need, you know, money or something like that to survive. Um, so if I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, that's something that I feel like a lot of people get fixated on is, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to keep doing this forever. And, uh, I'm, you know, like, it's like, you know, uh, you tie that, um, you know, a barrier in front of the horse so that it doesn't look yeah. here and there, right? It feels yeah. like that. But I'd say that, you know, this this whole world is yours. There's a lot of things that are coming up. You never know, you know, what new thing would come up and pique your interest. So you should always keep your mind open to a lot of things. Right now, if something interests you, great, go for it. But don't get fixated on it. You know, if, if you're interested, just in something else just take a chance and do whatever you want to is what I, I say you could in fact create your own field of design if you want to like there's no stopping you could be the first one to do something you know create a new random field of design and uh, you know explore it so don't stop from taking up things that interest you just, just find what you like and just do it so speaking of not worrying about the future let's just reverse back to school the one and only DPS Navi Mumbai. Like in school, did anyone like did your teachers know that you were gonna take up design as you know you're gonna pursue design after school and what were the thoughts on the same? I feel like so okay. Um in school, I was a very shy person. I barely interacted with people, you know, up till 7th standard. And, uh, you know, after 7th standard, I slowly started engaging in a lot of uh, team activities like dance and hockey, etc. And I started interacting with a lot of people. Also, my class in 7th standard was amazing. We had amazing people, a lot of fun. So um, that's how I started interacting with people, starting becoming more confident. And uh, I've always participated in a lot of art-related activities. And a lot of teachers really knew that I was into that kind of stuff. So they would, like, by default, expect me to, like, join all kinds of, you know, origami competition, collage making. I remember us us being in the poster-making competition together. Oh, yeah. It was some (laughs) organ donation thing, right? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why do I remember that? <laughs> so I 
Yeah, like I've always been into that stuff. I also really love decorating the softwood. Uh, me and my best friend, we used to enjoy, you know, decorating the softwood. And every, you know, our class teachers would be like Anjali and Papa, you know, just just go ahead, think of like a concept and make it, give people work. I mean, I love doing that. I also love decorating scrapbooks. You know, the front cover of all the projects of scrapbooks that we had. Oh, Every time yeah. I used to talk about something new. And uh, oh, yeah, that, that was the start of my, you know, creative spark. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. I hated scrapbook designing. For every project, you had to have this one scrapbook. Oh, yeah. I actually really enjoy I didn't like doing the content part of it, like inside. I did. Really terrible. But the cover would look flawless. <laughs> that was always my thing. Did, so you were shy kids or did you ever get in trouble in school like doing something that you're not supposed to do or? Um, I think the most trouble I've got in school was when I made a teacher cry. So I'm not going to take... The other ones are the devils yeah. actually. <laughs> I swear to God, no kidding in that. <laughs> Like everyone's like, I, oh no, I didn't do anything. I was very low-key. Low <laughs> I'm not really proud of no this, but I have to say, I have to say <laughs> that it was not really my fault. Okay, so I remember uh, I was a class representative, and we had a, you know, like the entire class had a specific problem with a teacher uh, yeah. who was giving unnecessary punishments. And uh, that time, Chabra sir was our principal, and he had called like a you know, class representative meeting in like what fifth standard kids. And, <laughs> um, I everyone was like, you know what, go tell on um, her, go complain about this specific teacher to sir. And many must Tashan me jaake bol diya ki. He said, okay, I will look into it. And I thought, okay, fine. Like, it's going to be an anonymous thing. Who's going to, like, come to know, etc. <laughs> I'm in my class. I'm doing, like, this, this one teacher who's teaching. And uh, she comes in, the teacher who I complained about, she comes in crying. Okay. And she's like, what have I done to you, my child? Why have you done this to me? Why did you go complain? And I realized that some person snitched and went and told her that oh, no. oh, Anjali complained against you. So, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, this is, it's, it's something that she did. <laughs> I, I felt so bad because it didn't really come from my side, but no one stood up for me. And I was oh, there, God. I started crying looking at her. It was just like two people crying looking at each other and talking. And then the teacher who was teaching us, um, <laughs> she like she realized that okay, like as a child, she start, made a mistake, and um, she gave me a hug. She was like, "It's okay, don't cry." Everything will be oh, right. Other teacher who I complained about, she went away. Okay, she was crying and she went away, and I felt so bad. Later on, I went and told you know talked to her, and I was like, "Hey, listen, it was just not me, like." I was it was the entire class. So, yeah, the entire class. And I was a class representative, so I had to, like, you know, say that. And she was like, it's okay, I understand. But in the next test, 
like weekly pencil test i got a zero from her but i didn't complain i just kept mom <laughs> i had written the entire thing in an amazing like it was i i i would say that i i'd scored almost full in that subject always i used to not fare well in other subjects but that one subject i used to get like amazing marks in so there is no way in hell that i would have gotten a zero but she gave me a zero in that test <laughs> <laughs> I didn't complain. I was like it's okay. This test is not going to affect my life anyway. So I'm just going to hard. But like who was your favorite teacher in deep test? You know like someone you didn't complain about. <laughs> okay, I I have to say okay. My favorite teacher was Rupa ma'am. Rupa Mukherjee. Oh, okay. uh-huh. Yeah. The reason why she was my favorite is because I started liking history because of her. I remember the first class uh, when she was my teacher. She came to the class and she was she started talking about this, you know, unknown civilization called the Indus Valley Civilization. And she <laughs> like a story, and that blew my mind. Like the fact that a civilization existed on the you know surface of the earth. I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> I I come back home. in my uniform i'm sitting on you know the sofa my brother comes up to me and he's like what's wrong like what's happened to you i sat him down and i explained the indus valley civilization to him he was looking at me like is she something what is wrong like he didn't understand how blown i was by the concept like indus valley civilization is still one of my favorite civilization yes i have a favorite civilization at this point <laughs> this is so weird what are your interests indus valley civilization yes <laughs> i also really like lakshmi ma'am because she was so sweet and uh, i loved how she taught computers i i started liking computers because of I would have either taken CS or I would have taken history if not for design or psychology actually. Yeah. Oh, psychology. So CS and history. So yeah. So if I had the choice, science, humanities, or was it like a clear pick already? So I just knew that I hated maths. The reason being, I was very slow at it, and. Uh, <laughs> I will not get good marks in it. I um okay. If I had the freedom to take any combination of subjects in eleventh, I would definitely take. Just have to take computer. Computer, by the way, with the change of the education. Yeah, yeah. System. I'm like, what? I want that because I'd love to take CS, psychology, business studies, history, and English as my you know main subjects. Oh, you already got it. Got it. She's like, if I go back in time, I will do this. <laughs> When it was testing the new education policy came, I was like, you know what? If I was there, I would have taken these these subjects, and I would actually recommend these subjects to people who are taking design because it's actually very helpful. Yeah, yeah. I suggest studies because when you need to learn a little bit of business, because you start with freelancing, etc., it's really helpful for you to have that psychology. Well, because you have a basic understanding of a lot of um, terms that will actually help you in design. CS because again, like when you're designing websites and you know yeah. softwares, etc., it's very good to have a, a technical background. Yeah. Uh, 
So I can like after your tenth vote, maybe decide that you know you want to take humanities and not science and do CS or something like that. Very simple. So I just eliminated <laughs> all the fields that had math in it, and there was humanities. So <laughs> I I I realized that there were like you had to like have do a lot of math in all the other fields. In yeah. humanities itself, we had an option to take math, but I didn't because I I really love theory subjects. and uh, i knew that a lot of subjects in humanities were in my you know within my area of interest mm. so i just took that it was very so, simple for me yeah last question about design okay so like hmm. after after doing a bachelor design like communication design so do you like you know like you work for a, uh, for a while and then do you do masters in communication design and like a branch under it or do you do something like mba or something in management like what makes more sense uh it again it's it's very subjective it depends on what your interest is in say for example if um i'm in an advertising you know um field it will be good if i do something related to media right or like management or marketing um if i want to do something in say if i want to expand um uh, my you know interest in digital things and i want to say get into product design i could just do yeah. a masters in product design and get the both best of both worlds to help me find the kind of job that i actually want to so yeah. it totally depends and also the best thing about you know design in general is that you don't really need to do a masters to get a job it's yeah. helpful definitely uh but the only reason that i want to do masters is because um first of all i want to do masters in like a european country because mm-hmm. their approach towards design is very different from india and i think that's the only reason that i want to pursue um a masters there but come later on i'm not like worried about that right now do you elaborate a little bit on that like uh, in terms of the kind of approach they have the culture that you're in really affects the way you think and the way you perceive things around you um i like from what i have observed is that the european style of design is uh, very um expressive they do a lot of kind of projects i would never think never have imagined myself doing in india you know a lot of very weird abstract projects that i love to do so um that's one of the reasons and also like basically the design movement in general just started from europe so that's another reason why i want to do it what we learn in ista is very americanized version of design because again we have the parsons curriculum like in nid you would learn a very indian way of doing things the indian approach to design even shrishti so each college depending on the faculty the syllabus etc also has you know a lot of impact but again like isti is very indianized i you you really understand that when you get exposure to what other colleges do it's like they they're taking the subjects the parson subjects but they are giving their own indian aspect to it like yeah. you know make it more relatable to us basically yeah. and it also makes sense because you are in india and possibly going to work here as in you know in the end or at least intern here or whatever 
and you have to cater yourself to an indian audience so that you know you can produce the kind of work that is expected and that would succeed in india so it makes sense as to why everything is indianized uh, um it's just that you know if you go to another country be open about their way of doing things and uh, understand why they do the way they do things it's just observe the, you know differences it's a really good habit to have it was great i think you got a lot of information about school and you know what you're doing right now and lot about visual communication so now we go to the final part that is you know questions from the audience so mm. okay so first one how do you make a portfolio for the entrance exam and how to make it different from the rest like how do you make it stand out um so when you go for a design interview they the thing that they look in your portfolio is a creativity b if you have certain technical skills so they'll test if you know basics of sketching drawing it doesn't have to be amazing but you need to have a basic knowledge of things so like i said before that i dislike drawing but you know as a designer i should be able to draw enough to communicate my ideas to someone else it doesn't have to be perfect but aaj ko if i make a refrigerator it has to look like a refrigerator if it doesn't look like a refrigerator like i'm not doing my job as a designer in communication especially if i'm a communication designer i should be able to communicate my ideas to someone else right yeah so yeah basic knowledge of drawing basic um, you know skill sets uh, how could you make your portfolio different is just trying to express yourself in the medium of your choice so for example i was very into stop motion animation at that time and whatever work i had done i remember um, i took this you know a selfie stick that i had the same thing that i used for my light that i'm using right now uh, i took a selfie stick that i had um i put my phone on top of it stuck it into a, a prestige cut dabba that i had and yeah. used that as a tripod to shoot a stop motion video of my entire uh, portfolio so instead of presenting my portfolio as a file i tried to make my entire portfolio into a stop motion animation and that was like my way of expressing myself creatively it was different you don't really have to be very different but you know just proving to them that you're interested in the field of your choice would be a nice way to you know express yourself don't limit yourself to paper and things like that it's just very boring now like bahut dekh liya hai so if you have if you come up with something like different it could be like what like 2 feet 3 feet tall it could be like a huge thing but uh, just do whatever you want just compile everything in a you know in way that it makes sense and uh, definitely show what your strengths are if there is some yeah. work that you actually not proud of don't put it that that's an advice for any kind of portfolio even if when you're graduating always display the kind of work that you want to attract so for example if i you know when you get into a design college you would obviously want to show a variety of your work and tell people that you know i know drawing i can do craft i can do this i can do that and that's great but as you you know grow as a designer when you you know are about to graduate etc 
it's good to understand the niche that you have and this is true for all fields of design so if you like for example if shivani knows that i love making lights i love designing lights having a portfolio that is strong in that field would give a certain assurance to the person who's hiring you that you know this person knows what to do in this area and if i want to hire someone to design the lights for me i would definitely go to shivani so be very clear uh, do not like again coming back to the point of do not show the work that you don't want to do so if i don't want to do social media there's no point of putting social media in my portfolio yeah exactly. so yeah so mm-hmm. that's something that is very important and uh, it's also good to show that you know i specialize in xyz but i also have you know um skill sets in this but this is my main thing it's not necessary to show hundreds of things even if you have three strong works portfolio i think it's really good and how did you prepare for your entrance exams uh i prepared so i went to silica and uh, that really helped me um i was constantly working um you know i was constantly solving question papers going to the classes doing the homework etc and uh, again like the consistency of practicing almost every single day doing those hundreds of sketches for that you know one class it uh, really helped me in the long run it helped me increase my speed of drawing so all these entrance exams have a certain time limit right mm-hmm. so it really helps you you know they time everything so you know it's helpful if you go to a class or yeah. even if you're doing it by yourself a lot of these schools like nid etc will have question papers on their websites that you could solve download those question papers set a time limit solve it it's just like you know getting into another you know say an engineering institute or you know some medical school you you have to keep solving those question papers and you know uh, practicing your skills basically that's great uh, and uh, after 12 how do i go about pursuing a career in uh, brand management and what is brand management uh, all about so uh, brand management i would say is um, a lot of strategy a lot of um, design um it's it's a mix of um you can say it's this is a course in ics strategic design management and i think brand management would kind of come in that it's a mixture of service design and uh, um creating strategies for brands uh how you could pursue it is if you are going to a school it'll be helpful if you have a you know a course that will like in 12th before 12th if you have if you take up a course that you know it will help you in marketing etc understanding the marketing you know environment it will be nice to have that as a background if not that's okay it's completely fine you can learn it i mean you could take up either uh, management and then do a masters in design or you could take up uh, design as your bachelor's degree and you could specialize in there are a lot of specializations available a lot of colleges provide brand management as you know masters um courses 
yeah it, it totally depends on what you want to do as a bachelor's i would recommend having the design background as your you know masters because it'll like broaden your scope yeah okay last question what are the best colleges for design according to various design disciplines so when i was looking at design uh, colleges i was basically looking at which colleges you know have all of the design fields that i want to pursue so for example i was looking at colleges that technically had product and communication in case i wanted to switch either or like you know take up something completely different um i would say when you go to a college website try to look at what exactly they're trying to promote the most so there'll be some colleges that promote fashion more than you know other you know courses there'll be a lot of colleges that promote product you know um more than the others so if i had to like just go with you know whatever i learned i'd say um nid is like basically you learn a lot like it's 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 an established institution there specializations in almost all fields shrishti i believe is really good for communication design um a lot of sketching illustrations etc it's really good there um idc is really good for product design because they go into a lot of technical details you would definitely need a technical background to get into uh iit but um yeah like product design is really good there i would also say that product design i mean should i <laughs> uh speak for product design in isti i'm not sure of product design but i would say that communication design is really good in isti as well uh i would say that if you're taking communication design in isti um if you're interested in a lot of digital things more than hand skills and printing etc it will be good if you take that in isti if you want a lot of work want to work in traditional mediums definitely go to nid shrishti mit etc try to look at the facilities that the college has and you know guess which one would suit you all right then thank you for having me thank you for inviting me and if anyone wants to contact me regarding anything related to design i could um, get you in touch with people i know or um, you know help you myself so don't feel uh, you know scared and like <laughs> i'm not going to eat you up don't worry i'll be very nice <laughs> even on text i'll send this smile by now she definitely she's very sweet like i've oh, i've think like you know i've gone to her for advice and everything and she is pretty great yeah, so yeah shivani had another counseling <laughs> session only today she also enjoyed it she also got a lot of things clear yeah so. i got to know more about uh, can i add something else uh, yeah, sure. as a designer if you are 18 and above definitely go to curious design yatra it's for all disciplines uh, of design it happens in goa yearly if you are able to afford it it's a great thing to do going there really changed my perspective on design it opened me up to so many things it's helped me you know think in higher levels and mm. uh, it usually happens in september and i think this year i don't know if it's going to get cancelled or not but uh, definitely check that out there are a lot of design competitions that you could participate in when you're a designer 
go ahead with all those network with a lot of designers make a linkedin profile if you're an already a designer make a linkedin profile network with people uh, add all your teachers and all your you know friends etc as your connections it really helps promote your work and uh, yeah guys on make note of this everybody <laughs> for all the aspiring designers this was actually really good information thank you so much for that i hope you enjoyed anjali <laughs> So thank you so much Anjali once again for doing this with us we had a great chat and for all those who tuned in once again thank you so much guys here's wrapping up the fourth episode may the force be with you oh yeah the counseling may the force be with you brother oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> we should put this off